and welcome to this week's episode of Seattle to Unknown. I'm alive and I'm Melinda. And I'm allergic and I'm Sarah. I'm allergic to you being alive. It's very unfortunate. Oh, I take back my yay. (laughs) Yeah, what a great time to have allergies during um, fabulous corona scare and you sniffle or sneeze because there's, you know, pollinating trees. And now everybody thinks you're contaminated. Yeah. It's fun. At least I'm not coughing. Then you have to play the allergies or coronavirus game. I feel like I've been playing that for three weeks now. And every time I'm like, "Mm, it's not allergies yet. So what is this? But now it's allergies. It's definitely allergies because my eyes burn. Yeah. It's not a fun feeling. Not at all. Yeah, especially when you're a contact lens wearer and you know that allergens are probably clinging to your lenses. Ooh. And then, like, you'll get something in the corner of your eye and you'll rub it. And next thing you know, like, oh, it's being spread. Ow, burn, burn, burn. That's where I'm at right now. Lots of burning. I'm sorry. That sounds way worse than my eyes leaking up. (laughs) And then my eyelid is kind of being, like, burny as well. Yeah, you see, Melinda walks only on her hands so when she cries the water goes up her forehead the tears no my eyeballs just defy gravity and they leak up your forehead has its own gravitational pull whoa whoa now you're just getting into the (laughs) rude territory thank you (laughs) i mean otherwise how do we explain it with science i'm just saying uh, they fold differently okay (laughs) they just they fold differently that's all hmm um we are still a delightful travel podcast just in case anybody forgot i think sarah might have what are we i don't remember there hasn't been a podcast in these parts for 20 years that's how it feels yeah uh we thought we would bring uh once again a new episode but modern problems require modern solutions so we are bringing you our for forced this is we are forced we are being forced to podcast right now the government says if we don't podcast there will be no joy and that's all we need we just need a little joy to make it through these hard times so if you experience any joy during this quarantine you can thank us later we like kinder surprise eggs oh no that's the stupid ones that americans have right no those are the good ones kinder joy are the stupid ones we like kinder surprise eggs those are fun thank you gifts I can get those anytime I want. Send her some eggs. Carefully, because they're not legal here still. Someone the other day tried to pick a fight with me about whether or not they were illegal. Come on. You know that they're illegal. Everybody knows they're illegal. Simmer down. But I can get them at my store. I'm like, yeah, you get the stupid ones. Yeah. Which is fitting because you're being stupid. So there. I mean, it's nice to have something, but it's not the same. Yeah, well, if it makes anybody feel better, the toys on the whole get dumber and dumber every year. <laughs> yeah, I think it's they, they got dummied down since they're also making toys for Americans, well, for America. Like, for instance, one year for Easter, I bought myself the gigantic egg. Like, there's the big eggs, and then there's the gigantic Easter ones. And the toy inside was a toiletry bag. I can't wait for the Joe Exotic edition of Kinder Surprise. <laughs> Kinder Joy? Wait, which one do we have? You have Kinder Joy. For Kinder Joy, Joe Exotic series. Did you see that Lisa Frank did a drawing of him? Who hasn't? 
I'm just saying. I'm kind of enjoying all the Joe Exotic memes. It's kind of funny. And then you're in a text conversation about how awful something is. And you're like, you know whose fault this is. (laughs) Have you seen the person on Twitter who put a poll on his door? So the delivery people obviously aren't opening anybody's doors or handing things over personally. They're just leaving it at your doorstep. And so he decided to do a poll. On the left-hand side, the word yes. And on the right-hand side, the word no, or vice versa. And above it, it said, did Carol Baskins kill her husband? And the delivery people were dri- were voting by putting their packages under yes or no. Yes! Oh my god, I love it. That's and so they funny. unanimously said yes. No, I'm pretty sure she killed her first husband. Yeah. Second husband. Yes, second husband. Damn, she's had three, huh? Mm-hmm. You know, I just would like to point out that carol baskins did the same thing that joe did but in more time joe exotic had three husbands two were at the same time yeah well plural marriage it's quite popular these days or so i hear on facebook yeah thruples is like the new vocabulary word oh thruples have been around for a very long time well it's like the hot new hashtag uh anyways before we got completely off topic again this is our quarantini episode number one and that's quarantine like, itty-bitty. Itsy-bitsy-teeny-weeny yellow polka dot bikini podcast episode. But that name was too long, so we just shortened it to quarantine <laughs> Well, that's no fun. I mean, I don't want to keep typing that out. Yeah, it. we are now how many weeks into quarantine? I've been doing home office for three weeks now. Here's the thing. As you may have gathered, Sarah has an office job, and I do not. I work in grocery. So we are opposite ends of the spectrum of how we're riding out this pandemic. I had really big arm motions, but you couldn't see them. Yeah, it was just off frame. (laughs) So I'm assuming her hands were doing the I am not a crook gesture. Perfect. Okay. Um, She makes a very passable Nixon. Are you Agnew then? Or the vice president? We'll sort that out later. Um, But yeah, so Sarah and I are at opposite ends of the spectrum I'm essential, as I've been telling everybody in that tone, and um, Sarah's at home working essential. No, well, I I thought I was, and then my company said, you know what, Sarah, how about we cut you down to two hours a day? So I am on the very non-essential end of the still working. Yeah, so how we've been getting through all of this looks quite different so we thought we would be sharing some of the things that we've been doing because my stay-at-home quarantine time consists of my two days off followed by a whole lot of work Mm. with the public ew it's getting worse who just now realizes that things like money is dirty (laughs) uh so sarah what's what's some of the things that you're doing at home to keep yourself sane as possible So, as I'm sure you can guess, two hours a day is not a whole lot of time to occupy myself. So, I have been doing three things. First, my dog is getting significantly longer walks in the woods. So, I happen to live near a national park. And if you are local, as in living near the park, you can still use it. And I mean, like, living close to the park. If you can't walk there, you don't get to be there. So we get to take much longer walks, which 
is exciting, but on the other hand, I'm a little bit terrified that when I go back to work, he's going to expect these walks still, and he's not going to get it, because, you know. You're just going to have to sit down and have a nice chat about how now you have to go back to work and can't do it all from home anymore, and he's not going to have people adoring him on camera as much. (laughs) Yeah. We need to have a little heart-to-heart about how just because mommy isn't here doesn't mean you can poop in the apartment now. Yeah, don't do that. That's still a no-no, Moose. Um, another thing that I am doing is I have set up, like, a garden on my balcony so that I can have something to do that feels productive. So I planted a bunch of lavender, mint, uh, rosemary, some vegetables, and... I just go out there in the morning and I take care of business. I get things cleaned up. I water the plants that need it. And it feels, while on the one hand it's a hobby, it's a productive one because I'm getting fruits and vegetables. Well, not fruits yet, but I did buy a lemon tree. So soon fruits. Oh, I'm kind of jealous. Yeah. I got a, I don't know how old they said it was or how many inches. I think it's 120 centimeters, which is slightly above like hip height. Uh, Meyer lemon tree. Yeah, but it's going to get bigger. Or is it like a pygmy tree? Yeah, that does well on a balcony. It's not going to get huge, but it will get bigger. Oh my god, I want one. I'm a little jealous of this. I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) I just, I don't have the area, like the option to do this, which kind of sucks. I only have a really tiny balcony. I don't have, like, protected yard space that's my own. Like, we have a little bit of a backyard, but it's all connected backyard with everybody because we're in townhouse-style condos. And only the back gets, like, the good sun. Ah, well, let me tell you. It's not going so hot in an apartment complex because, uh, uh, I won't get into too many details, but I have one neighbor who is not happy that I have planted things. Despite the fact that she also has a garden on her balcony. but And somehow these conclusions led this lady to think that Sarah is a whore. Which I'm yeah. not sure how we got from point A to point B, but I'm a little amused. <laughs> yeah, she got upset for something that was very, very minor. And she saw me on the balcony today. And as she walked by, she called me a dumb whore and threatened to call the cops. I feel like if I've told this much, I have to explain that she was upset because when I watered my plant, the watering can sloshed and like maybe a fourth a cup of water went over the edge of the balcony. And that's a fourth of a cup of water too much. And therefore I am a whore. Yeah, I get it now. Thank you for explaining her logic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and Uh... I've told this to other people and they're like, well, you must have spilled more than that. No, no, it's just normally I... water my plants with like a cup of water but now that i have so many out on the balcony i use like a liter size watering can but the spout is at the very base of the can lower than any watering can i've ever had before so even a slight tip like two degrees water sloshes out and so i didn't anticipate it just pour so quickly and splat onto her umbrella and then she got upset even though in like the umbrella did what it was supposed to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just want to point that out. <laughs> but yeah. So gardening has been relaxing. I have a feeling that lady's been going stir crazy. Oh yeah. Like I've heard her yelling at other people lately. 
Not that that's new, but it's more so than usual. Oh, I was going to say, maybe she's just accepting her role in the world as being like the curmudgeon-y, curmudgeon-y old neighbor that yells about getting off their lawn or some degree of that phrase. Yeah, that's basically what it is. But yeah, it it has been relaxing in the moments when I can enjoy, enjoy it and when she is not there. You just have to time it so you're taking care of your plants at a non-balcony rush hour. She opens up her umbrella every morning at 7 a.m. So before 7 a.m.? Yeah, because she closes it around 8 to 9 p.m. Again, I just want to point out that the umbrella is literally doing its job. <laughs> and she's upset about it. Yeah, well, and it's a sun umbrella, so it's not repellent in the way that a normal umbrella would be. But, like, lady, it's an umbrella. Does she yell at the birds for potentially pooping on her umbrella? I would hope so. I would assume so. Fair is fair. But, yeah, so that's been interesting. But it, one of my friends suggested, well, why don't you take up knitting again? I'm like, well... It's summer. I, what am I gonna knit that's going to feel productive in summer? That was always my problem with knitting. It was like, ooh, I can make a sweater now. Great. It's summer. You could knit like a whole sweater, like one piece jumpsuit and be prepared to be fashionably chic in the winter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll get right on that. Yeah. I mean, that's what you have all those months in between for, right? Yeah, I just, knitting is something I only ever want to do when it's cold out. That's when you become your true grandma self. Exactly. That's when I yell at the neighbors above me. Aww. Traditions. (laughs) Any other fun hobbies or anything to keep your sanity? So the last thing that I have been doing has been apparently listening to very loud trains go by. Ding, ding, ding with the trolley. Something, something, something with the bell. Yeah, that's all I got to. You. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that I have been doing is watching nice, relaxing British TV competition shows. I have watched all of the Great Pottery Throwdown. I have watched The Sewing Bee. I have watched... God, what was the other one I was watching? And this is how I know that you actually are related to your mother. Why? I don't know. I feel like that's something she would watch. Oh, absolutely not. She finds... She likes cutthroat reality TV. She watches every episode of Survivor. She watches every episode of Big Brother. If people are trapped together and they fight like cats and dogs, she will watch it. That doesn't sound trashy enough, though. Has she tried any of the real housewives? It's not a competition. She only likes competitions. What was the other one I was watching? I think there's a chocolate one that I haven't started yet. I mean, Tiger King. Not British, but... Not such a relaxing show. It's very anger-inducing. <laughs> I mean, Tiger King is pretty good. But the thing that I like about these shows is particularly a lot of people I know have seen Great British Bake Off, or as it's called in the U.S., the Great British Baking Show. Uh, it's just so nice. Everyone's so nice. And there's no backstabbing. And it's just people making cool things. Are you sure this is British and not Canadian? Sounds very Canadian. (laughs) I'm I'm positive it's British. Okay, just checking. But yeah, there's also the Great Garden Challenge, where it's just people designing nice parks for communities that need parks. Oh, I've seen that show. It's called Parks and Rec. 
Mm. Yeah, yeah. Amy Poehler makes a really good garden. Yeah, it's called Parks and Rec. <laughs> so, if you, oh, the other one I watched is called Portrait Artist of the Year, where it's just incredibly talented artists doing portraits of various famous people in a competition to see who will get to do a commissioned portrait for some celebrity for some reason. And they're all so talented. How do these people draw and paint people? Like, I cannot draw a stick figure, and they're doing photorealistic portraits of random people. Frankly, it's unfair, and it's a little bit, like, alarming how talented they are, but fun to watch. So yeah, British competitions. A little concern in your taste in shows right now. You have to watch it. It's just so calming. That's what Bob Ross is for. This is better. What could be happier happier and better than a happy little tree? Just happy people making art. I've seen that show. It's Bob Ross. The art of... No, the joy of painting. But yeah. It's like a whole series of different types of art shows all made by the same company. And most of them are up on YouTube. So look for them there. Or Bob Ross, whatever. You know, it's all good. It's just nice blood pressure lowering TV. It's like the TV equivalent of cuddling a cat. It's like, oh, that's nice. The joy of painting. <laughs> the original ASMR. Just yeah. beat the devil out of that brush. We're just going to give it a good beating. Bob Ross was a pioneer, damn it. <laughs> Don't make fun of him. That is how I've been filling my time. Sadly, I am running out of British TV. But not out of all the empty time you have to fill. No, there's so much empty time. Oh, good. So, what have you been doing? Working way too much. That does not seem relaxing. No, it's it's not. And it's kind of like after work, like come home, be awake for a little bit, go to bed, do it all again. Mm. Yeah, so my days off are cherished. Time not having to do much. I don't know, like... My last weekend, I absolutely did nothing except watch Netflix, and it was great. It was much needed. There was Netflix and napping. It was amazing. (laughs) Felt a little guilty, but it's like, no, no, I need this. Yes, you do. It's important for some self-care of doing nothing after doing so much and moving around so much for five days in a row. No, thank you. (sighs) Yeah, so I got in my Tiger King... Um, I really like just watching, like, the Jeopardy collections they have. <laughs> Even if I'm not, like, paying attention or I'm, like, up and doing other things, it's kind of nice just to, like, have that Mr. and Mrs. Smith moment where Angelina Jolie's character just walks past, she hears the question, has the answer. I can't say I remember a single scene from that movie, but I'm just gonna nod and smile and say, yeah, that scene, that was great. Well, I don't know. I just, I like having it just running. It's just good background noise and feel a little smart when you can actually answer more than like three questions in an episode (laughs) Uh, just three i said more than three is a good episode Mm. okay (laughs) no i can do more than three i had a really good episode going the other day and i'm like damn it i should have been a contestant on this that is my dream someday i will go on that show and i will get an answer wrong and i will fight them on it because that is what i do and then she'll be hauled off from security, and that episode will never air. Shove it, Trebek. You know my answer was right. You can't say, what is shove it, Trebek, and expect to get the money. <laughs> yeah, 
if you say his name backwards, you still don't win and he doesn't implode. Ugh, that's no fun. If you go on, will you speak with the bad Sean Connery accent? The whole time? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Can I, like, paste on a beard? Only if you do it very poorly. So it's clearly a bad, bad beard. I'm liking more and more about this plan. I am too. Let's get you on Jeopardy. Start studying. (laughs) Get smarter. I am smart, damn it. I said smarter. You can't be smarter than me. It's not possible. I think you're ready for Jeopardy. (laughs) See? You've got the attitude. I am practically Ken Jennings. Um, and... (laughs) Another thing that I... Another show that I can watch over and over is Parks and Rec. Yeah. It's just, it's charming, it's perfect, it's everything I want. Such a good show. See, I'm telling you, nice, friendly, shows where the point is not being sarcastic or being backstabby or just people being shitty. It just feels so nice now. Yeah, well, I've always loved that show. Pandemic or not, it was just always good. I want to be April... (laughs) This is my goals in life. She's my hero. Yeah, I can see that. But you know what I mean. Like, shows that aren't, the point of them is not to be nasty, are extra refreshing at the moment. I don't need any, I I just don't need nastiness right now. Yeah. I mean, I would totally watch stuff on Hulu, but we don't have the setup in the living room at the moment. So that, it's just whatever's on Netflix. Or a lot of Home and Garden Channel. Gardens. I do. I would I would very much love a garden. We just don't have like the like sectioned off space. So mm-hmm. even if I did have some planter boxes going on or something, it would probably get destroyed. Sounds like your neighbors are almost as much fun as mine. Also, audiobooks, like putting on my headphones and having an audiobook just run while I was cleaning yesterday and like getting stuff organized. That was awesome. Mhm. Felt like I was getting so much done and learning. What are you listening to? I was totally listening to Stay Sexy and Don't Get Murdered, the definitive how-to, just because, I don't know, I didn't feel like I had time to actually sit down and read it, but I'm like, I can get the audiobook for free from Libby app, and I can listen to it while doing other things, and it's brilliant. Like, driving to and from work, but... Speaking of Libby, I know in a past episode we said that you can use it to sign up to get a library card, and that is not universally true, unfortunately. Oh, Sorry, that's how I got mine. (laughs) I tried King County because, you know, that is where I was previously living. And you have to fill something out and then bring it into the library with ID. And then I tried Jefferson County, which is where I'm currently registered. And they have a form online that you can print out and bring into the library to get your library card. So I tried, but... If your county does let you do it online, awesome. It's just don't bank on that because apparently some libraries still want you to come in in person. Weird, because for Pierce, they didn't, it was fine. Yeah, and I think I've heard that before. But you literally can't go in and bring a form, you guys. (laughs) Yeah, well, that was the thing. I was like, even if I did currently reside in those counties, although I am legally a resident of Jefferson County, we can't go in with a form right now to get a library card. Just do it all online so everyone can have a library card right now, please. But it's worth a try. I mean, who knows? If your county is one of the cool ones, you got yourself a library card. Sorry, guys. But if you have Amazon Prime, 
You can do Audible. You don't even have to have Prime to do Audible. Well, you can get free books with Audible. But uh, you know what was funny about the King County one? Is they're like, okay, you filled it out. You can have an e-card. In a week, we will send you a notice in the mail with a code on it. And it's like, guys, <laughs> this defeats the purpose of doing it all online. But anyway, rant over. I have no library card. Hashtag sad. Well, there's always Audible, but that's... You're purchasing yeah. um, audiobooks. Give it a Which, try, maybe, depending on where you're at. Maybe you can just get the e-card without having to get an actual physical one. Yeah, alas. But, um, yeah, I've also been listening to a lot of audiobooks. I just finished one called The Last Day by Andrew Hunter Murray. Uh, he is a researcher, writer, and podcaster for the British show QI. I watch a lot of British TV, you guys. Don't judge me. <laughs> it's too easily late. accessible. We're in judging. Um, and it's about what would happen if the Earth slowly stopped rotating, and eventually there will be areas in this hypothetical theory where the world, certain countries would always be in daylight, and certain parts of the world will always be in night. And freeze to death? Exactly. So it's sort of dystopian and probably not a great quarantine read, but when the quarantine's over and the world is slightly less upsetting, it's a good read. Yeah, the next book I have to listen to is going to be The Radium Girls. Oh, yeah, I saw that they have a show or a movie starring Joey King coming out. Do they really? Yeah. Interesting. I'd watch I that. I just saw a trailer for it. But yeah, that's about um, the girls that would paint the glow-in-the-dark numbers like on watches and whatnot mm -hmm. and kind of uh, the effects of that so i'm kind of excited to start that once i finish my other book it's been a good something to listen to when i'm driving give it a break from the podcast and whatnot but i would like to say this podcast will kill you has done a really good i think they're at like nine part series uh it's about the anatomy of a pandemic so they're specifically talking about covid19 and there's different sections talking about different parts of it i don't know it's just it's fascinating to actually learn from like actual experts in the medical field about you know this pandemic that we're all going through and then the first one through seven they released all together oh one through six sorry they least released all together and the last chapter in that section was about mental health because that's something really good to acknowledge it's good to acknowledge how you're feeling during all this craziness too and to take over it talk about it and how to take care of it um you don't have to come out with a new skill or having been super productive from staying at home or anything if that's not what you need it's fine you don't yeah, need to have the knitted jumpsuit. Oh, but now I want one. If you want to, that's totally fine. But don't feel like you have to become Martha Stewart by the end of this. But you're right that getting through it is being productive. That enough. That by itself is a sign of productivity. Yep. Because it's work. It is. It's. It may not seem like it. It may not feel like it. But by staying at home and not going out unless you need to... It's helping you're being a, a global citizen and helping in this pandemic, which affects everybody. But if you want more information about like the virus and the disease itself, if that's something that you're interested in and doesn't freak you out more about it, I highly recommend the series that this podcast will kill you has done. 
it's been really informative. I don't know. I'm someone who likes to know about the terrible things. Clearly, if you haven't figured out my love of true crime and whatnot, I don't know. I just find it fascinating to kind of be knowledgeable of the bad things out there. They have really interesting episodes about other diseases and whatnot, too. It's a good listen. You missed out on the funniest thing I've ever seen. Moose farted, it startled himself, and he woke up. And he just kept barking about it. My butt! My butt! My butt! (laughs) Maybe he was worried he sharted. Oh, he's on my bed. Don't say that. Dogs can shart? Yeah, but not on my bed. Okay, but speaking about sharts, they have a really good episode about lactose intolerance, and it starts with a never trust a fart story. (laughs) Okay. I highly recommend this podcast will kill you. They're, they do a very good job talking about oddball medical things like lactose intolerance. Uh, if you like that one, you should check out, oh God, it's called Sawbones. It's a, a couple who talk about weird medical history, like historical medical procedures that would not be performed today. I might have to download this. I don't know. It's just, I find the darker side of history of i guess people's stories fascinating yeah well as they would say on gray's anatomy you are dark and twisty and a murderino yeah it's good information and i like that they did even like go to acknowledging how you're feeling about all this and dealing with it and just taking a moment to be like no no feeling like this is okay it's all valid uh i would put one caveat on that it's all valid except for hoarding no being racist because i feel like a lot of people have used this as the opportunity to unleash those floodgates and that's the one thing you can't do don't do it yeah agreed don't be a dick that's still applicable everyday life regardless of what's going on in the world don't be a dick yep because everybody everybody is going through this all at once and being a dick doesn't help People are getting real ugly when they don't need to be, too. Yep. Just ask my neighbor. (laughs) Get off my lawn, Sarah. (laughs) How dare you exist? Get off of my lawn's upper vertical um, space. (laughs) Upper vertical? No. Vertical space. Yeah. See, by the time it's my weekends, my brain is broken. My brain is broken every day. My days blur together just like everybody else's right now. Yeah, that's the weird side effect is when you never leave your house. Like there's no, oh, the days don't progress the same way because you don't have your commute. You don't have your lunchtime break. You don't have any of these things that normally signify the passing of time. What odd times we live in. Yeah. That's all I can manage to say a lot of these days, but odd times we live in. Yeah, and we know that everybody out there listening is also feeling this in their own way. Whether you're on the Sarah end of the spectrum or you're on my end of the spectrum, yeah. it's weird. Yeah, everything is weird about it. Everything is so weird. Oops. But eventually, we'll go back to normal. It's just gonna take time. And the more we work together, because we're all in this together, the easier things are going to go. We're all in this together. Every time. (laughs) You just keep saying it, though. Get off my lawn, Sarah. Nah. But yeah. Any final thoughts in this? Um, just hang in there. 
this will at some point come to an end. We don't know how long it'll take. It could be much longer than we would all like. It probably will be longer than we It's already we all been like. longer than we would have liked, let's be honest. <laughs> but at one point, at some point, it will end. So for now, it's just an issue of taking each day as it comes, finding that thing on YouTube or Netflix that's going to keep you entertained and keep your mind off of things for a little bit, going for that walk, but in a safe way. Finding cool travel books to occupy your mind. Just take it in little chunks. What are you going to do for the next hour to keep yourself busy? What are you going to plan to cook for dinner so that you, you know, don't have to order out again? Just take it little sections at a time because that is how you pass the time. That is how you keep yourself occupied. Don't think too far ahead. Just think about what's the next thing. At least that is what I'm doing. Try not to dwell on the awful parts. I'm naturally a negative person, but I can see some some light in this. I can see that it's it's not so bad. Like right now, it's not so bad. It's going to be okay. We'll get there. Yeah. And oh, I had something. Wash your goddamn hands. Wash your damn hands. God, what was it? It was going to be really good. Oh, the one light in the tunnel right now, the one ray of hope is that the movie Cats will be available for rent very soon. (laughs) You know, I feel like they should give it to everybody for free so we can all watch it for free. Nobody wants to put more money into it unless they're a big fan. And then we can all make fun of it together. Like, let's have Cats be our new Tiger King. My plan for this weekend is to do a family group chat. We are all going to rent the movie at once, watch it together, and then make fun of it. Because Jellicle Cats can, and Jellicle Cats can do. You're going to make your mom cry. She's not invited. <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> I hope you love my um, sweet dance moves I just did for you, too. She had some pretty sweet Jellicle moves. I've never seen it. I've never seen any of it. This movie looks like um, what acid dreams are made out of. I don't know. It looks terrifying. I'm just sad that they aren't going to release the butthole edit. Have you heard about this? No. So apparently, when they did the first round of CGI's, uh, of CGI's, ooh, Lord, of CGI on the movie, the cats CGI's. had buttholes. And then at some point, they fired the CGI graphics artist, and someone had to go through. It was their job to <laughs> digitally remove all the buttholes. Why didn't they just put gems over them, like those cattail things? because that would look like butt plugs it's all awful like (laughs) the buttholes would just make it entertaining i guess i don't know uh well there was a hashtag going around twitter called release the buttholes yeah i was gonna say liberate the buttholes (laughs) oh boy so if you need something to laugh at cats will be on itunes very soon Actually, I think you can buy it already. It's just I'm not buying it. I'm waiting for the rental, which will be available tomorrow. I feel like that's still too much. Any amount can, of money is too much. I can spring five ninety nine for a little joy. You know what we did on our first quarantine weekend that Mike and I were actually supposed to like go do something together? We spent one of the days watching all three Jumaji movies. Oh, that's right. There are three now. I don't know if I talked about that, but we watched all three in a day, and it was good. They did a really good job with the the new versions of it, because it's not trying to be the original. 
it's just trying to be modern time yeah so if that's something that you're interested in doing i highly recommend having your uh threequel your thruple if you will your movie thruple your movie that's what we thruple. should stop calling no more trilogies they're all thruples from now on <laughs> so i think that's a good note to end on thruples movies that come in threes are henceforth called thruples you're welcome universe because there's always that one that doesn't quite fit in as well with the other two so on that note um just remember it might be a different kind of adventure but it's an adventure and uh just like any other adventure there's gonna be some ups there's gonna be some downs but it always ends it always eventually concludes and you move on to your next adventure so we'll see you next week with maybe a full episode of travel nonsense or maybe we'll do a itsy bitsy teeny weeny quarantini she wore an no i'm not going to do that okay bye Bye. <laughs> hi everybody thank you for listening to another episode of seattle to unknown if you enjoyed this episode please subscribe and leave a rating on whatever platform you are listening to us on if you're interested in following us look us up on twitter instagram and pinterest we're on all three platforms as at c to unknown that's s-e-a-t-o unknown or you can jump right onto our website www.c2unknown.com i'm on twitter and instagram as at s-a-r underscore s and melinda is on both as at hooligan monster if you have any travel stories or tips you want to share with us please reach out to us at our email which is c2unknown at gmail.com thank you and we hope to see you back here next week bye